0: Exciting for us to talk to you because we love what you have done. We love the boundaries you've broken in this hair care space and the disruption
1: that you've caused in this hair care space. I hope so. <laughs>
0: I hope so. I'm gonna so. get Mel to start the podcast and welcome you.
2: Okay. Welcome um, We have Cynthia today. Brand owner for every color. We're so excited to have you on board. Thank you. You uh, are part of the PH Factor family, so we're really excited this month. about hammer, yeah. A, you know, a bit of a chat, and so, you know, really, you've been doing this for a while now, so really objective Is want to find out, you know, what drove you to start the brand, but also, you know, we have a lot of new brand owners that are joining the podcast. honest and the challenges, the successes you've had, the highs and the lows, I and mean, really honest about, you know, what it takes to, to own a brand in the Australian market. Um, and, you know, it is exciting. It's an exciting space. I mean, we're so lucky in Australia that we, we do have the opportunity to start brands, and we just want to share your experience okay. with other brand owners out there as well. So I'm going to start the first question. So what was the reason for creating a brand? where
1: did it come from uh pretty much there was nothing I think there's literally nothing for people of color like my skin tone and my hair pretty much and I grew up in Texas so coming from America in Texas where you do have products and then you come here and have a culture shock and there's nothing and uh yeah pretty much that drove me and I was just like "But I know this is possible so why is it not happening it was almost weird you're like I've I've seen products. How come nobody's thought about it? And the one thing is, you know, Australia is known as being one of the most uh, refugee friendly countries, right? So in my head, I was like, if you're bringing in all these refugees, don't you think they also need <laughs> some yeah. services that cater to them? And for me, it was more the hair because, you know, I love my hair. And this is where we bummed into Rita and I remember our first meeting. She's like, oh, my God. So
0: <laughs> I was so excited because it was challenging. And I guess going back to what you said about, you know, when you came out here and there was nothing, do you think it was because Australians were a little bit ignorant? And I don't mean that in a, in a disrespective way. Oh, yeah. but, um, ignorant in, in we just make a shampoo and conditioner or we've just been using what's on the supermarket shelf. Um, There wasn't really a need back then or an understanding for a different type of um, shampoo and conditioner and treatment and and philosophy for um, curly hair, I guess.
1: I think we're going to go with both. There was uh, definitely ignorance and just um, if nobody's saying anything, why change anything? You know, Mm -hmm. because this was actually not just a black thing. I know a lot of uh, white people, Lebanese people that have curly hair. And I think sometimes you get comfortable in a space where you realize, well, you know, this is the norm. I'm not going to change it. But so it's a, a mixture of ignorance and uh, also just like, you know what? This is the way things are. And I guess for me, I didn't realize I was pissed. I was not happy. I was, I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, even talking to uh, other Black people that I run across, my hair was healthy because I would bring products from America, my family would send it to me. So for them, they were like, How is your hair like this? And then I would explain. So it, it, it's a mix of both. You know, you get complacent with the way the system is doing things, and people just adapt instead of doing something. So yeah. 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 So I guess, tell us, talk us through the differences.
2: So there's, there's curly hair, obviously, you know, straight hair, lighting hair. Why do you need a specialized product? Tell us about curly hair. Why do we need different ingredients? What can I do? What are some of the like, the problems that you can know, for your customers?
1: That's it. You know, the funny thing is hair is pretty simple. It's it's similar but simple things. And the one thing about uh straight hair is the way it comes out of your skull or the way it grows out. It just shoots straight out and it falls down to your, you know, to your shoulders, no issues. And then we have this oil, the sebum that comes out of your um, your pores, you know, that we get it on your face as well. So it's all skin. So that oil is very important for the health of your hair. Unfortunately, when you have curly hair, that oil doesn't trickle down to moisturize or, you know, protect your cuticle all the way to your shoulders. So you notice people with straight hair, they complain about having so much oil and their hair being weighed down by this oil. Whereas the people with curly hair, because their hair comes out in, you know, um, coils, especially the coily one or just different waves, It's almost like a struggle for the sebum or the oil to trickle down to the hair to protect it. That's why the hair is very brittle, dry, not protected. So people with straight hair, the type of shampoo they need is the one that gets rid of the oil, right? Mm-hmm makes sense to them because they're like, my God, my hair is way down. I need it to be light. But using that same product on someone with curly hair and they don't have oil and then you're stripping it more, you know, now you're exposing this person to having dandruff, you know, dry scalp. And also the hair just becomes damaged, not because there's anything wrong with the hair, but it's because we're using the wrong product and leaving the hair exposed and, wow. and and all of those. So it's 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 actually simple. It's not complicated. But if you don't know, it's, it's just a trickling effect of complicating things for those people with uh, with curly hair. Yeah. yeah,
2: fantastic.
0: And I think traditionally, when we look at brands, and I, I'm talking about retail brands, the FMCG typical brands, their focus has never been around that type of hair. Mm. Um, it is the mass market hair, which means that the mass market that they're trying to um accommodate and and, exactly. and and is basically straight slash wavy hair well that's where yeah. the
2: obviously the, the is, that's where
0: the money is so never uh, never
1: really so I
0: potentially even like a socioeconomic from a socio well, perspective as well
1: i like that you you brought this up so they think that's where the money is, but the yes. money is everywhere, right? That's just yeah. a, a bias yeah. that they have. Absolutely. Yeah. So they create a bias in their head and they say, this is where the money is. Yet we know that curly hair people have like 10,000 products. It's when they find a product, they will pay the money, right? Absolutely. So that's actually a bias that they keep feeding, which is unnecessary. And as far as the brands not catering to people with curly hair and all of that stuff, their way of marketing has created such misinformation in what the issues are really with curly hair and and ingredients and all of that stuff. Because what ended up happening, I might segue into this, is there was a curly hair community that was created that started fear-mongering curly customers about certain ingredients. And obviously, people were prone to this because they had experienced so much damage with their hair, the discrimination. So people tend to jump onto something, isn't it? Of yeah. Exactly. And brands are pretty much misinforming uh, curly hair clients instead of just being honest about the ingredients and saying, "Look, we never used to cater to you guys, and we, you know, we just you guys used to use these ingredients. But when it comes to ingredients, this is what you need, and this is what your hair." You know, needs. so yeah, there's a lot of misinformation and a lot of education that is needed to correct
2: so, right. um You know, the challenge of being a brand owner, staff, uh, or, or you know, a new brand owner, on the market is this one of the challenges to actually overcome um, the bias or, or the misinformation out there, you know, out there
1: in, in the community. It's a it's a mix of both. One, it comes with the challenge is you, your own confidence in in mm-hmm. trying to break into a market because you have to almost be extra bold because you're going to get a lot of pushback, right? And I'll say the challenge for me, one, I th- is basic. I think me being Black and having the message was a challenge in itself because mm-hmm. I felt like I was going against big brands that had bigger funding and who am I to say this, if that makes sense. So that in itself is a challenge, but also I've noticed because I started that wave, the bigger brands were now coming to do something in the similar space. Um, So I think if you know your message is right, it's it's, uh, ethical, you're doing the right thing, you will get support and people will keep pushing you forward. But you always get pushback. I guess that's where you have to question what you're doing. You're doing it for the right reason, or you're not doing it for the right reason. There'll always be pushback. It just requires a lot of resilience.
0: When it's- you started, when you started your brand, and you and you did your own, we'll call it a a a business plan. Let's say you know you sat down and you did your business plan. Did you work out in your head? Did you do some calculations and did some research? What is the market? For this type of hair like I know you said you know, the whole community but did you then really dive into the stats and work out holy moly there's actually a lot more than I actually have thought of or anticipated in this category
1: you know what's funny I didn't have to do that because I already knew it was there I know it sounds crazy but uh so I live in the city And when I moved here, I'm close to Hillsong Church. I did a little experiment because I didn't want to do a business. I was just upset, but I wasn't thinking about starting a business. I love being a nurse and I'm an educator. And so I was happy, you know, but I did a little experiment where I said, look, my family has bought me some products. They bought me a lot of products. And if you've got people that need curly hair products and we did a what do you call it you know those church groups where people get together and study the bible
2: yeah yeah Yeah.
1: Yeah. there you go so I I put out a notice and I was like whoever wants to come I'll give out free product and if you gotta have curly hair or afro texture hair we had 20 people show up wow right so it was and they were all just like oh my god So now they started spreading the word about me, like, oh, this lady. And I was like, no. (laughs) So I didn't have to do the stats about that. I knew it was already needed. It was just a matter of letting people know that I'm here, if that makes sense, right? Yeah, so, but if you do it statistically, uh, it shows about 65% of the population has curly hair. It's not just Black people. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, so what it, yeah, but we are all, I, I say this in my last launch for the school is I was like, we have a lot of curly hair relatives that are hiding their truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a cup and the first thing they do is straighten their hair. Straighten because, hair. Yeah. There's a lot so, of chemical so, straightening. You know, I, I did, as, as a, a teenager, my
2: parents would always say, if you only had straight hair, your problems would problem. solve. I was always complaining. My hair's frizzy. It takes me ages to get to get it going
1: or to look like it's
2: been done in the morning. When <laughs> now it's just to exactly. embrace, embrace.
1: Embrace every girl. Exactly. <laughs> just come out of it. Yeah, I, guess, cool. I guess
0: your business then evolved. I guess you kind of like stood back, right? And you went, I've actually got to start something because of the need for it, right? That, that was the next step. Am I right?
1: Yes. That's pretty much the next step. Like, And what's funny, Rita, is I actually didn't think about products first. I actually thought about education so yeah. I did a, a curl talk uh in Newtown and I met a hairdresser who was also thinking about going into that and we I just started talking about taking care of your hair and all of that stuff and people were like well we can talk all that stuff but what about product so mm-hmm. then in my back of my head but I was like I can't do product I'm a nurse like I was like I don't want to be responsible for people and their hair falling out <laughs> so I was just like no, but the push made, led me into, you know, finding a company, and they had a course. But that course, all it did was show me, like my two and a half years of biology and chemistry to prepare for nursing. They were pretty much talking, you know, the same language, and they were just explaining how things mix. And I was like, oh, I've done that to, you know, for medications and blah blah blah. So they did most of the work, and that was an interesting process where they couldn't get to the product that I wanted. And I think at one point kind of wanted me to just say, look, they were like, this product works, just sell it like that. I was like, no, I was like, no, this is not it. And I was just like, I can't do that. That's just not going to work. And I don't remember who it was. I don't know if it was Mel or another lady who I won't mention who said, I'll introduce you to this lady and she used to work for Jones and Johnson and blah 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 and if know, that was you <laughs> hey like if she can't help you then I don't think we can help you I was like okay and, and yeah I, <laughs> I remember the exact I remember it so
2: vividly. isn't it I said, I'm going to introduce you
1: to someone who's going to yeah. help you like, will. So exactly, yeah exactly exactly so <laughs> So and that that even conversation with you, Rita, wasn't even a conversation. It was more like, I I've been making stuff for my nieces. What you're talking about? And and then um yeah, then we yeah. had and and then and you know what was funny after the product came out because I would use it on my hair and my assistant at the time she'd be like, because my hair was healthy, I didn't think the product worked because I was kept yeah. saying it could get better, it could get better. But up till now, Rita, that no negative reviews on the product. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's uh, it's literally. Still-
0: it's so funny because we 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 did create it um, with the need, you know, obviously for the purpose of that hair, and we did so many trials. And even though we've evolved it in the sense of we've made a new version with no silicon, or we've made a new version that fits into this. The original formula is still the best.
1: It's the best. Like uh, the brands now that are coming out, and you hear the hairdressers that have used mine. They'll be like, oh, "Look, they are paying a small money, but yours is the bomb." You know, yeah. so they'll still get, like they, they're like, That's "Oh, what you want to hear?" Like we have a contract with them, but you know, yours yeah. is still. So I'm really yeah. grateful for that. So thanks, Mel, for introducing me to Rita, oh, and good. thank you, Rita. No, it's so the, good. The, the formulation. So that was amazing.
2: And again, I, I just want to ask
1: best
2: thing about being a brand what
1: do you absolutely love about it you know you don't realize how you change people's lives you you really don't like
2: um I, I love bad.
1: yeah you really you know like for me I've been reaching out like parents and families the dads that come to you and when I feel like giving up I get messages and they say you know um the way I talk to my daughter about my uh, other hair is now different because I know that, you know, because this hair thing, right? It's not just hair that, and that was the thing about my, my brand. My brand is embraced by every curl, but it's self-love through the journey of embracing your hair. So imagine this is a part of you that grows out of your head naturally. And what a waste of time for you to hate something about yourself, right? Right. So that was, that's the basics of my thing is like, we need to stop doing this and causing children to have self-hate towards themselves because it trickles down to so many things. So that's the part that I really love. And I've managed to meet families, even um, teenagers or people in their mid 30s, 20s, and they're just so happy that my brand exists. And I've created a community that tells them, even though somebody at work is telling you, your hair looks like a bush, they're like, I don't care. (laughs) This is my natural hair so that's the part that uh that I really love about yeah. being friendly. and and what does
2: 2023 look like for you off of the brand and breakthrough
1: ah uh, it's it's crazy like uh I'm even trying to uh I just come from a holiday and I needed that because I was having a breakdown of like why am I running a business <laughs> <laughs> So
0: take some products
1: with you too, You recently
0: just went to Africa. Yes, so
1: incredible. ah, uh, listen, it was so. I'll tell you what. So I took my sister was like Cynthia. You haven't left to go to Zimbabwe since 2013. You need to go, and I was like, I don't. She's like, you have to go. So she's like, I'll take time. So we went. I go to Zimbabwe, and it just solidifies why I exist. You know yeah. so. The 2023 to 2024 for uh, embrace is more pushing education and the school in getting a lot of qualified hairdressers. I love that to uh, to be able to cater to the community because the community is there, but we don't have a lot of qualified stylists. And the other part of it is I am opening up conversations from the stylist perspective and from the customer's perspective. Uh, where the customer is saying, listen, it's not just hair, I've been discriminated, I've been traumatized, right? So I kind of open that, and then the stylist opens up and says, look, it's a bit scary. I don't even know how to start to even touch your hair, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's part of me doing the Embrace Curl School, and I'm partnering up with stylists that are open to have this service in their salon. I'm educating them with a curl.
0: Every salon in... Australia should have an understanding on how to work with curly hair i agree, Stop.
2: I agree. Stop. I agree.
1: and have products to exactly to,
2: uh,
0: uh,
1: help support it thank you so what's been happening did you know that uh there's a term, they say an all-rounded salon, which means if you're an all-rounded salon, you should take care of all hair types. Yeah. So ones are going around with that term, and yet they say all-rounded, but not curly Afro-texture hair. Yeah. So I have a problem with that. So now I'm saying, okay, I don't have an issue with you doing that, but what we're going to do is we'll come in, we'll educate you, and we'll kind of go from there. So the vision for Embrace is pushing and getting a lot of qualified hairdressers, also in the film industry, the hair makeup people, yep. working uh, working out something with ABC, to where I'll come in and teach their hair makeup people so they are ready for any client or uh, guest they have on TV without any issues. If that makes sense. That's amazing. And then possibly opening up a school in Africa as well.
0: I was just about to say, obviously, that's the huge population, you know, that's where it obviously originates from. Is there gonna be an embrace for every girl there?
1: Well, I went there with uh, just one set of shampoo and a conditioner. It was- Well, (laughs) listen, this trip was literally one of the, like I had, I was so tired and I was like, I'll just go and I was like, I'll take this. And what ends up happening is I'm talking to cousins beautiful hair and everything and they just complaining the house so then I say to them take my shampoo go in the shower wash your hair she's like well what should I was like, just I'm not going to tell you what to do just wash your hair and then see if you can comb it after that they were just like wow like so wow, I love that <laughs> and I didn't even have to um, teach them it was just the fact that The hair felt soft and it had never felt soft. you know what I mean? And then I would have chats about parents. They're like, oh, look at the dandruff, look at this, like old family cousins. So after that, I was like, okay, Cynthia, you have to do something. So I had a chat with a few people and um I'm working on training four people. She's going global. (laughs) That's listen. Go global. Exactly. So we're working on it. Um I'm actually, I spoke to the four people because I had to find some and I'm just trying to navigate how uh, should I start training them on Zoom first with the theory part. And then I head back to do the hands-on with the hairdressers so I can actually get a school kind of started. with amazing. So yeah, so that's the vision, like to go full on education products and as well as the parents course. Yeah. Great.
2: And last question I've what advice would you give to anyone wanting to start their own brand?
1: All right. The the best advice is you have to do it for the right reasons, but they also say sometimes you also have to fulfill a need, right? Because if you're doing it because you're copying someone, there's going to be times where you lose motivation. And if it's not worthwhile for you, it's not going to carry you through because it doesn't flow the right way all the time, you know. So being an ethical business is very important, you know that that's uh, very important. Also, the mistake that I made because I was a single mom is I my finances were out of whack, you know, so I just kind of re- so if you're able to make sure you get some kind of funding so that it doesn't slow down your growth because I think for me it affected my growth a little bit because I was financing my whole business myself, still am. So- but That's okay.
0: Sometimes growing organically is not a bad thing.
1: Okay. I agree, but I'll, I think for me, I'll tell you why I felt that was a problem for me. Cause I had big brands that would watch what I was doing and they will run with the idea. That yeah. makes sense. So on, on that aspect for me, yeah. I if I had enough funding, I could have marketed, you know, cause Google marketing is not a joke, you know? <laughs> so just but that and also having uh people around you that will lift you up and kind of know what they're doing and you don't have to do everything make sure like in this day and age it's amazing how many people you can exchange services for them to do stuff for you yeah. i've managed to be lucky to get university students to and they're very smart like my i paid a lot of money for my branding but as far as my instagram video editors and all of that stuff it's uh, freelance videographers that do amazing work at a discounted rate. So yeah. you don't have to get the high professional. You can save money and use uh, university students to at least do part of your branding.
2: Mm. Absolutely.
0: Cynthia, one of the things that I just want to touch on with regards to your business model, because you're not your typical brand. You don't you, you create a product, shove it on Instagram or social media and then hope for the best. You have been out there slugging your brand. You've been knocking on doors. You've really promoted this brand. And I'd like to use the word old school.
1: Yeah, (laughs) because um, I know I'm not that old, but I think in our 40s, we're in that middle generation where the old school was the way in creating relationships, if that makes sense. And what I've noticed about what my customers say about me and my brand is they love that I'm approachable. And they feel like they know me and, you know, and I like that because I think when you detach yourself from your brand, I don't want it to be that I want we're humans so I I, I value those human relationships so sometimes I'll meet a customer and they're like oh my gosh it's you and then we have a conversation they're like. You're so, I was like, yes, it's intentional because I want you to remember me with my brand, right? Yeah. So I think uh, that's just part of why I am. And I do want people to remember Embrace Favorite Curl like that, not just like, oh, that product company, which a lot of companies are like that. But I do so want the brands, good.
0: if you're listening to Cynthia, don't be afraid to put your face, don't be afraid to do some hard yards. Yeah. Be there and really sell your brand. Just don't allow the social media to take over what you want to. Um, I, I guess, show as, as the image of your brand or the story of your brand. Let you That's tell it. the story of your brand.
1: Yeah. I, I, I agree, I agree. And be, you know, this is a hard one, right? Because you want to be associate. because that was another thing is like people will push you to uh, associate with certain things, right? Because I'm pushing against the narrative of the hair industry of pushing straight hair all the time. Right. Because their vision for diversity is very limited <laughs> to what diversity really is. Yeah. So there's always a team that sees your vision. Just don't be afraid. And, and yeah. I think we, what I like about you guys and that we work together is I haven't pushed this yet, but I'm, I'm going to be pushing that ingredient story because yeah. there's not a lot of people that are, they don't want to listen but now I'm confident enough to where now I can push the narrative and say look if you don't want to listen that's fine but yeah. So, yeah be solid in that to make sure people trust you after they know who you are I think
0: yeah, yeah I love that and just before you go please show us a couple of your bottles I want everyone to see
1: oh what Richard. does
0: embrace for every curl look like
1: I might have to sneak out. You know, I wonder if this would have been a Zoom call where you're not wearing pants. That would have been bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love
2: it. We'll we'll give you a
0: we'll give you a, 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 one, a one second. Yep, go it's for fine. it. All right, that's
1: hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. This is race for every curl for everyone. Oh every- my god! Oh, I might I need mean- to move the. These are my amazing bottles. They're just ah. Uh, it was so cool working with this, uh, with uh, with Rita, because what my vision was is literally just to have something simple that even men and women can put on their on their shelf without yeah. feeling some kind of way. And it, yeah, and it can sit on everyone's shelf, any uh, salon without being too, you know. So I'm really proud of them, and yeah. I get a lot of compliments. Customers, I'm proud of it too. I'm proud
0: and, that it actually helps like i know so many of our friends children use it it helps like you said females males it, it, it doesn't discriminate
1: thank you so much that's the goal i really i really appreciate it and it's been amazing working with yeah. you and uh
0: we're proud of you proud of you,
1: thank, uh, you
2: know why? guys thank i'll you so tell much.
0: you it does and you know one of the things i want to say is you actually listened you listened to the suggestions that we also gave you. Yes, we listened to you. Yeah, you gave us the but you trusted us in your brand, and you trusted us to choose the right ingredients for that brand. And I'm so glad it's it's outperforming exactly. our expectations.
1: Ah, uh, it is. Uh, and you know what's crazy? You know the other the formula we haven't um, launched yet. There's a big brand in America that used that same ingredient, and it's, I was so pissed, but it's doing well. <laughs> but <laughs> But so then I was like, we're on it. We will launch it. But in yeah, my head, I was like, it. we will launch it. But thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. No, thank, thank you.
0: And you. thanks for taking the time today. Yeah. And thanks to everyone
2: who will be watching this podcast. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's just your out there and support. Yeah. Like,
0: like and friends. share, embrace for yeah. every Channel. The link will be in the, in the just caption percent. below. And um, reach
1: out to Cynthia if you need anything, guys. Amazing! Thanks, Rita. Thanks, Thank Mel. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.